0: Module 3, Focusing in Sessions. I know you want to stay engaged and focused to learn as much as you can from every talk or conversation, but it's easier said than done. In this module, we'll explore techniques that improve your focus in sessions, helping you remember information better to maximize your learning potential while you impress everyone around you by participating actively. You know which small thing has a huge positive impact on my focus? getting away from screens for a bit. I know you need your phone, but it's not as tough as it sounds to put it down for a couple hours, and it really changes your mindset. Not to mention prevents you from missing out on what you came to see. Let's talk through the minimal digital detox together in the next chapter. 3.1, the minimal digital detox. We all know how tempting it is to check notifications during lectures. You'll probably see someone fiddling with their phone in every row, checking their emails or sorting photos. It might make you itch to reach for your own. There are several reasons why not to. I'll explain a bit about the brain that I've learned from Mark Tichelaar. Every time you switch from one activity to another, your brain needs to process information to refocus on a new activity. This process known as task switching can be particularly applicable for lectures as the speaker is constantly giving information. When you check your phone or get distracted by something else, you disrupt your brain's focus on the lecture, resulting in losing some of the information you've just heard. This is because your brain's working memory, the limited capacity for holding information, is temporarily occupied by the new task, displacing the speaker's words. It takes time for your brain to refocus on the lecture and fully absorb the new information. This is why checking your phone can leave you feeling confused or disconnected from the lecture, even if you continue listening shortly after. Of course, it's up to you. If that's what you need at that moment, it's absolutely fine. But if you are there with your productive mindset, want to learn new things and be involved, then you're going to want to resist that urge. Start by activating the focus or flight mode on your device before entering the room to limit distractions during the hours you need to stay focused. And then try to place it somewhere it's not easy to grab during the session. Somewhere safe, of course like at the bottom of a bag you might be carrying. Having it at your fingertips can be too much of a temptation. But even if you tuck your phone away, keeping your eyes open is another matter altogether, especially when the seat is comfy and the hall at a cozy temperature. If you need some tips on how to avoid the embarrassment and missed opportunity of nodding off, the next chapter has you covered. 3.2, two tricks to avoid falling asleep. Long sessions can make you tired. You've probably seen some delegates at the back of the room taking a quick, probably unintended, nap. I think we can all relate to those moments when we felt our eyes getting heavy at the most inconvenient time. When you feel this happening, try to sit up straight and take a few big belly breaths. Use your diaphragm to pull air right into your midsection without lifting your shoulders. Then, slowly let that air out. Repeat until you feel more alert. Another simple trick is the ear massaging technique. To do this, just pinch the top of your ear between your forefinger and thumb and rub your fingers back and forth as you move down the edge of your ear. You can do one ear or both. Both these exercises will increase blood flow to your head, making you feel more awake. And nobody will ever notice what you're doing. Try it. And also try some of the other tricks we talked through in the next chapter to keep your brain just the right amount of busy. 3.3. Keeping your mind from wandering Don't worry, you're not the only one who can get distracted when you want to or trying to listen. We're all human, and some of us have very busy minds. Fun fact, our attention span is only 8 seconds. To put this in perspective, that's one second less than the average goldfish. Yes, you heard it right. Our attention span is shorter than a goldfish. They can focus for an average of 9 seconds. So in theory, the speaker might have an easier time engaging a goldfish than us as delegates. So yes, it's normal. Anything could be a distraction trigger. A pleasant perfume wafting back from the row in front of you. Or you realise that you forgot the mouse for your laptop, and you start calculating whether you have time to run back to your room during the next break. And how are things going at home at the moment, by the way? Your mind is wondering. It happens to us all. If you find yourself zoning out frequently, it could actually be a sign of intelligence. Our brains are designed to operate very efficiently. When a lecture feels slow or not interesting, our brains start searching for external triggers to keep it stimulated. And the more intelligent you are, the larger your brain's processing capacity, which means there's even more unused space that wants to be used. This extra brain power can result in mind-wandering as your mind keeps looking for optimal use but you can lower the chances of mind-wandering happening to you. For example, it helps if you go into the session with a productive mindset as we talked about in the previous chapter. This will help you hold your focus longer. Another simple hack is to start doodling. This can help to fill up the part in your brain that wants to do other things and keep it from wandering. A fidget tool, like a stress ball, can do the same. Or even just playing with your pen. As long as you're not irritating people around you, of course. Avoid fidgeting activities that involve distracting movements or make noise. But find something that takes up a little space in your head without requiring your focus. Repetitive simple tasks. I've learned this trick from Mark Tichelaar. I can really recommend his book Focus. Check out the show notes to see which one. And with your focus freed up to concentrate on what you actually want to be concentrating on, you're ready to really take in each talk with some active listening. The kind of listening that makes what you're hearing stick. We'll walk through some tips on how to do that in the next chapter. 3.4. How to listen actively. You're sitting in the audience in a lecture about a topic you're really interested in, keeping yourself focused with a little light doodling, like we discussed in the last chapter, and your ears are fully tuned into the talk. But if you truly want to learn, just hearing what's being said isn't enough. You need to actively listen. Active listening is another great way to focus, and an especially great way to remember. Actively engaging your mind helps you fully process the information being presented to you, so that you understand it better, and so that it lingers longer in your head. So how do you do it? First, make eye contact with a speaker. Even if it's a large auditorium and they can't actually see you. As long as you are focusing on their face, you are engaging. Really pay attention to what a speaker is saying. Try to relate what a speaker is saying to your own work and life. What could this mean for me? How could this help me? Ask yourself that whenever a new point is made. It also helps to summarize what you've heard afterward, as if you're teaching it to someone else. Or write it down using the Cornell method for taking notes that we talked about in the previous module. If you have a visual brain, use that here as well. Visualize the things the speaker is talking about to add a mental picture to what they're saying. In memory competitions, yeah, they exist, the pros create what they call a memory palace, where they imagine objects that represent everything they want to remember. Statues of key people, perhaps. Then they place all the objects representing ideas they want to remember together in the same room in their mind palace. If you can link visual images with your notes, you're even more likely to remember key points when you go back to this topic later. All in all, active listening isn't hard work if you're interested. But staying alert and focused gets a lot easier when you take the time to clear your head between sessions as well. In the next chapter, I'll walk you through an exercise to help you touch base with your senses to give your mind and body a quick refresh. 3.5. How to quickly refresh between sessions. Back-to-back lectures, engaging in conversations with a constant string of new people, is an exciting opportunity, but the brain can get a bit tired after doing all that work. You might need a quick mental self-pick-me-up to make sure you're ready for more conversations and active listening where you need to be. If you're going from one session to the next and you notice you're getting a bit tired, here's an easy refresher. It's called the five senses check-in. Sneak in a quiet moment during the day, even if it's just getting to the next meeting room a few minutes early to have a short time to yourself. Wherever you are, take a few seconds to be aware of what's going on around you and do the following exercise in your head. Notice five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. This is a type of a mindfulness exercise. It really is that easy. And it just gives your brain a chance to calm down, clear out distracting stress hormones, and leave you feeling calm and present, focused, ready to take on the world. You can come back and listen to this chapter whenever you want to get into the headspace again. You might want to sneak in a breathing exercise as well to really make the most of this quiet moment. I'll walk you through one in the next chapter. 3.6, an energy and focus boosting breathing trick. In the middle of all the networking and talks, finding moments of calm can be very helpful. The sensory check-in trick we talked about in the last chapter is one way to do it, but it works even better when you combine it with a short breathing exercise. Do this after your sensory check-in and you'll be surprised what a nice little energy boost it gives you. If you feel distracted, stressed or tired, just shift your focus to your breathing. Let the rest of the world fall away for a moment. Let me walk you through a quick and easy one. Inhale deeply for a count of four, then hold for four and exhale for six seconds. Let's do it together. Inhale, two, three, four. And hold, two, three, four. Then exhale, three, four, five, six. This was just a short example that I really like myself. Find your own way of implementing it. It always makes me feel instantly calmer and more focused. But you want to know what the other key ingredient is to keep your energy and brain power up all day? Food. The next module covers every conference goer's favorite event, lunch, and how to come out of it with a happy body and happy brain for a productive afternoon.